it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everybody, to ACC Football and Beyond for this Tuesday, February 25th, coming live from the Scouting Combine in Indianapolis. Well, live as we tape it, I guess. We will be live and hopefully still be live when uh, um, you get a chance to listen to this. So we're taping this on fairly early evening on Monday, so we want to remind you, as always, as not normally when we tape this to get it in production, uh, any updates. And as we get closer towards, particularly in the pro football show, but certainly in the college show, things happen sometimes they happen at night or sometimes they happen and you discover them at night. Um, that's what LandryFootball.com is for, so there could be a gap as this drops. Um there may be some news that's not in this podcast that's up on LandryFootball.com. So you want to make sure that you check out LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the scouting season offer that we have. Less than $5 a month for a if you commit to a full calendar year. Uh, great opportunity to get involved there. If that doesn't work for you, check it out. You can try it out for a month, three months, whatever is your pleasure. <coughs> we... Um, come to you every day and we are obviously this time of year in the mix of working a lot of NFL stuff and a lot of what I call cross-pollination of NFL and college stuff. So we're going to talk a little bit today about some players um, at the Combine that are from the conference that we think are really interesting uh, to watch. Some other uh, news and notes as well from the film room about certain players. Got coaching news, got recruiting news. We've got it all for you. As you know the drill by now, Monday through Friday, college football show. It's um, a reaction to the world of college football on a national level. Um, And then we get into kind of the week that was in a little bit more in depth to each conference with a different conference each day. So it's ACC football and beyond on Monday, SEC, excuse me, SEC on Monday, ACC on Tuesday, Big Ten on Wednesday, Big 12 on Thursday, Pac-12 on Friday, and covering the other schools, the G5 schools and even smaller 
within the region. That's why you need to make sure you listen to this show every day uh, because there's going to be news that you're going to miss out on. If you're a SEC fan and you're not listening on Thursday and Friday, you're making a mistake because there's a lot of things that are that you're going to miss on that just depending on the cycle and how things happen and how things evolve and how you gather information, how you evaluate, and you come down, it comes down to pike, you're, we're going to have that information on the top. So uh, if you're not a Pac-12 or a Big 12 fan, at least listen to the front end of the show each and every day. Same for the fans in other markets. Um, remember, too, our NFL podcast, our pro football podcast, now running Monday through Friday as well and got a lot to get to with combine information, free agent information as well. So tons to get to today, all brought to you by the great folks at 401k Generation that not only bring you this uh, these two podcasts, but they help you with money management, investment inquiries. They help you as financial professionals get you on the right track, make sure that you're meeting your financial goals, give you in a second opinion, whatever the case may be, they're there for you. So give them a call, give them a text today, call Eddie Rojas and his team at 1-866-998-5879 to make sure you get this podcast, sign up for Landry Football's conference call. So the biggest news around college football that took place on Monday was George's purging and Kirby Smart's purging of Scott Cochran from Alabama staff. Now, we this has been behind the scenes bubbling and surfacing for some time. Uh, if you remember, we talked about it in December and had it for you that Scott had actually talked to Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss about becoming an on-the-field coach, a special teams coach. In fact, Lane Kiffin was even crowing that uh, he was got Scott to come and he was committed to coming. That didn't work out. I think Scott thought the better of it. And looking at the Ole Miss situation, uh, he has a close relationship with Kirby Smart. And that began to percolate even more. Here's what it really comes down to. Everyone is going to have fun, fun with it. And I get it. Scott Cochran, for a while, has wanted to try something different, want to get into more on-the-field coaching. How well he's going to be, don't know. I look at this as a move that certainly is a blow to Alabama's program more than it is a help to Georgia's program. And here's what I mean. I'm curious to see a couple of things. First of all, strength coaches do a lot more than just get guys to work out. This is the guy that has the most contact with the players than any other person on the staff. They work with them on all the off-season programs. and So basically they're with them every day during the season. And then when the season's over and the bowl games are over and, you know, they're coming in for a workout even before their off-season conditioning program. They're visiting with the coach. They're discussing about what they need to do physically to get better, working on a program. They, they can do all that. Then 
there is the off-season conditioning program, <clears throat> which, you know, February, March, and then spring practice. They're with them there every day there. And then there is a period after spring practice is over, maintaining, conditioning. They're with them every day then. They're with them every day during the summer. They're with them every day when fall practice begins and so on and so forth. You get the picture. So no person has a better pulse on the players. No person can positively or negatively, depending on the quality of the individual, motivate a player to get through injuries, to push forward and to push the boundaries of his talents more than the strength coach. Um, It's not about X's and O's and film watching. It's about conditioning. It's about motivating. It's about personal touch. And there's no one that had more high-energy motivation abilities than Scott Cochran and still does that will certainly be missed. Um, So there's a lot more than just, well, he's the guy – that's the strength coach. Strength coaches anywhere or is important member of the staff as anybody. Now, what I am curious about is that is going to be lost for Alabama. The strength of Scott Cochran is that he is a strength coach and he's very good at he was effective in recruiting and high energy there. How well is he translating the recruiting in a different role? Don't know. How is he going to learn on the special team side of it? To be determined. Certainly, I think he's going to have, because he's of his reach with the players, special teams involves the entire team. And certainly that translates into motivating and getting guys focused and energized. I think he can do that very well how effective can he be coaching special teams I don't know he's never done it I do think what Kirby Smart is doing though is bringing him for his talents to motivate and bring energy into the players maybe an edge that he's looking for uh, to get over the top I think that's fair I think that is absolutely fair but I don't know that he's going to be as effective doing that as he was as a strength coach because he will be around the players less than he was than when he was a strength coach. So are you taking away the very thing that he does best and marginalizing how effective he can be? Well, perhaps, but for Georgia, a little bit of what Scott Cochran brings is better than nothing at all. So in looking at it, I think it's a loss for for Alabama in terms of their how they work their conditioning program, their attitude, and their effort, their intensity that time of year. Again, all coaches are out recruiting. It's a strength coach that's running, basically running that football team and motivating that football team and making sure that they don't take a day off, they don't have any lull, that that formulating of that process, that engineering of that process that comes from the strength coach. 
you don't have that as he goes to Georgia. What's his role going to be? Is he going to be the special teams coach? Is he going to be that entitled? Uh, how much is he going? Is, is, uh, we got a situation, and I got to tell you, one thing that is not monitored very closely around college football is the amount of contact by on-field coaches, off-the-field coaches. So he's going to be an on-the-field coach, so he's going to be close with them. Or is he going to have some sort of a role, be around in the offseason? Maybe he can't be around as much as he has been. It's going to be interesting to see how they play that out. But that is the big news of the conference. Now, there is a big another storyline to it. And that certainly Kirby and Nick's relationship has not been the best since he left and began to have a tremendous impact in recruiting. Make no mistake, Kirby Smart and Georgia has had a tremendous impact in how Alabama does things, how Georgia does things, and how they go about focusing on it. That is... No doubt. Now, it has not translated into beating them on the field. They played them in the national championship game. We all know that. We know they played them in the conference championship game. We we all know that. They They haven't gotten over the hump on the field. We all know that. But they certainly have had a great impact off the field in recruiting. It'll be interesting to see. Is it a changing of the guard? Everyone wants to jump on that. Look, I think that it is kind of a narrative that's taken this time. If you sit there and say, boy, the tide's changing, pardon the pun. Oh, it's it's it, tables begin to turn. All, all that, if you keep saying it enough, eventually it's going to be that. Look, this is, we're in the final stretch of the Nick Saban era at Alabama. I don't know how many years, but we're in the final stretch. But does the final stretch conclude with, a couple, three championships, two, one, none. <clears throat> you know, we'll find that out in the next few years. Um, and and what will Georgia's future be? Will they be the new program? And look, everyone's already saying, well, LSU's the new king in town. LSU's not the new king in town. LSU's the national champion for this past year. It was a magical run with Joe Burrow. It's off to the NFL. You're not going to see LSU repeat that, I don't think, anytime soon. If they do, we can revisit that. But right now, it hasn't been the case. Georgia has been the second-best program in this conference, in the SEC. Um, So we'll see how that plays out. All right, on to some ACC discussions, Uh, some transfer news. Former Louisville Redshirt senior wide receiver Keon Wakefield's transferred to West Virginia. He's been dealing with some injuries throughout his college career. And while he's listed as a redshirt senior now, he could get a six-year of eligibility since he's missed so much time. He played in 11 of 12 games last year, caught six passes, 73 yards. He should be able to provide depth for the Mountaineers. Former Duke redshirt senior receiver Scott Bracey's transferred to James Madison. Never a big contributor there. Wake Forest redshirt sophomore offensive lineman Mike Edwards has entered the transfer portal. Missed almost all of fall camp with a bunch of injuries. So we'll see how that plays out. Former Clemson redshirt senior defensive end Xavier Kelly is transferred to Arkansas as a graduate, 6'4", 305. Um, 
a set-the-edge run defender. <clears throat> uh, recruiting news. We talked a little bit uh, yesterday about the five-star receiver, Amiki Ibuka. We'll mention him again in that Clemson is one of the teams that's in the mix for the Washington State kid that's outstanding, one of the top ten players overall. Clemson's right in the mix for him. And keep an eye out uh, for him. It's not. It's going to be a long process. I think Washington, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, LSU, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Oregon, Stanford, USC. I don't think we're close to getting an answer on that. Um, Duke is getting an official visit from a very good, Four-star guard Drew Kendall from this 2021 class. He's from Didham, Massachusetts, and um, really good player. One of the top 100 players overall in the 2021 class, so keep an eye out for him. Garrett Nussmeyer, we talked about it on yesterday's SEC football and beyond the um, Marcus High School, Flower Mound, Texas native, Doug Nussmeyer's son. Uh, uh, has got North Carolina in the mix. I think it's probably LSU with the lead. Texas is in it, Florida, Washington, Michigan. Um, But North Carolina is definitely in the mix there. Um, For uncommitted three-star defensive end Mike Jarvis, um, he's taken a 6'5", 250. Um, He's taken the visits all around the country, a lot in the – Big Ten area, Wisconsin, and he's from New Jersey, Penn State. But Wake Forest and Duke are two schools on his list. And Evan Pryor, the four-star running back, expects to make his pledge by April 5th. <clears throat> so we're a little more than a month away from the 5'10", 190-pounder, deciding where he's going to want to go. Oklahoma, USC, Ohio State, Penn State, Georgia, uh, but North Carolina is also in the mix. He is from Cornelius, North Carolina, so we'll see if the Heels can keep him in state. Some coaching news around the conference in the region. East Carolina has hired Kaiser University defensive coordinator Dan Owen to serve as a graduate assistant, and East Carolina is going to also hire uh, South Florida uh, secondary coach Steve Ellis to serve in the same capacity for them, he coached at Middle Tennessee and Nickel State, which is in south uh, east Louisiana. Um, Syracuse has hired Ryan Bartow to serve as director of high school relations. Uh, Buffalo and very fine coach Lance Leopold has agreed to a five-year extension. It replaces the old deal there. A good coach and uh, certainly someone that is on the short list of a number of folks, particularly in the northeast region. Boston College is going to hire Indianapolis Colts, the former Indianapolis Colts offensive coordinator, Rod Chizinski, in an off-the-field role. Really good to get for Jeff Halfley and his staff to have around. Um, Before I get into some draft and combine news, I want to get into um, some other news. Clemson redshirt freshman Brian uh, Constantine uh, is going to undergo an ACL surgery next week. Uh, tough for him. He's 6'2", 220, uh, can really run, uh, but uh, he's going to be his third procedure. This is a tough, tough situation for him. Florida State has removed junior defensive back A.J. Uh, Litton 
uh, off the team roster. The former four-star recruit out of Maryland. Um, played in 12 games last year. Um, some off-the-field issues there that led to his departure. Clemson is buying out the contract with Wyoming uh, and eliminating that game in 2021. They were going to host Wyoming in mid-September. Uh, in place of Wyoming, Clemson's going to be facing Georgia to kick off the 2021 season. So it's a good get for them. And East Carolina redshirt senior defensive end Chance Purvis was arrested on multiple felony uh, um, counts over the past week. Uh, we'll see how this uh, this plays out in the courts. The courts. Um, <clears throat> I want to get into some draft film room nuggets and combine thoughts about conference players. Um, remember, we talked Notre Dame here. It, we're going to have all the weigh-ins and um, all that data and information over on LandryFootball.com. And Sunday, the tight ends, quarterbacks, and receivers arrived. Um, and um, the uh, on Monday, the offensive linemen, running backs, and the specialists arrived. <clears throat> Excuse me. Chase Claypool, the receiver from Notre Dame, surprised us by how much more he's weighing. Uh, nine pounds. Put on nine pounds uh, since the senior bowl, which is an awful lot. So he's he's got the size to be a red zone threat. Um, I'm curious to see where he runs and how he runs at that weight. Um, but certainly at 6'4", 238, he's an impressive-looking Big receiver. Uh, Appalachian State linebacker Akeem Davis Gaither, really high productive player uh, for App State. He was the SBC Defensive Player of the Year. Like his quickness on film, like the way he feels versus the inside run and plays versus the outside run. His really good athletic traits, and I think he's going to be a good special teams player and good player in coverage. Uh, Central Florida receiver Gabriel Davis, highly productive there. Um, got some concerns about his ability to stem his routes and separate from defenders. Um, but the guy's got some ability. He's got some size at 6'2", 216. I'm curious to see how he develops. But uh, there's some things on film that I really like about him. Mitchell Wilcox, the tight end of South Florida, uh, surprised me. I thought he'd be a little bit better at his size blocking and he didn't doesn't drive his feet as a blocker as well as I need to, to see and he doesn't have great separation skills he can catch the football but his key is developing as a blocker I've always liked Miami running back DJ Dallas he's a converted receiver good quickness good burst like the one cut explosion through the hole that I see on film he's a situational player can be a good third down player particularly with his receiving skills he's going to learn have to learn how to um Cut black and understand protections a little bit better. Um, you know, I've talked so much about Isaiah Simmons. Um, he's an outstanding physical talent. He's such a prototypical linebacker in today's game. He's 6'4", 230. And everybody's gonna love him, and you know, and I, what he does, and whatever he does here. But watching him on film, 
you know, he can, can pursue, he can close in the run game, he gets he plays the pass game like a safety, which he was. Ideal instincts. Um, and, you know, there's some people that will nitpick and say, well, getting off of blocks is an issue. Folks, linebackers don't get off blocks today. They avoid blocks. And, uh, you know, he's really an elite player, three-down impact linebacker that I'm curious to watch um, and, and see if he does anything. But I just love watching him on tape, and I think he's he's an impact player that can come in and, and – really be um, the standard in the impact that you build your second level of your defense around. Syracuse defensive end, Kendall Coleman, four-year starter there. Double digits, tackle for losses in each of the last two seasons. A little bit stiff athletically. Power gets him in trouble. But I think at 253, um, he can be a nickel stand-up rusher, maybe do some outside backer things. Um, some other thoughts. Uh, Charlotte offensive lineman Cameron Clark, like his film at left tackle, like his length. Um, his feet got a chance to be uh, a good player at tackle. I think he can definitely move inside. I definitely like Clemson's guard John Simpson. Um, I, I, you know, he's last two seasons as their left guard technique needs some work, but this guy's got some strength and be a really good player outside the conference, but kind of in the region, a little North of it, uh, temple center, Matt Hennessy's really good looking player. Um, it's not played center prior to his arrival on campus. Really good looking player though. Uh, uh, his athleticism, he's, Allowed him to develop and get to next level blocks. Uh, really good looking player. Um, should mention too uh, before I get into some combine notes that uh, we're kind of following and um, seeing if there anything else develops out of the notice of allegations from Pitt. As you know by now, Pat Narducci is going to miss two practices during the program's preseason camp in August following citations for exceeding the permissible number of coaches allowed at the facility. Um, some minor violation. If nothing else comes of it, won't be a big deal. He had three unofficial staffers performing coaching duties, which put them over the permissible, permissible limit of coaches allowed at one time. Um, not much, you know, of a punishment here. By the way, this is something that is abused heavily. And you're seeing this happen a lot. And I think that um, it's interesting to see how much it gets caught. But Pitt did get caught. And you see there wasn't a whole lot uh, to it other than maybe a little bit of an embarrassment publicly. Um, is the combine, and we're going to certainly get into that, follow it every, follow us every day, not just on the pro show, but on the college show, we'll talk a little bit about some of the how some of the prospects are doing. Again, regardless of where – you know, they're from or, you know, if it doesn't fit the conference uh, that we're talking about that day, we're going to still talk about them. We said we're going to talk national first, then conference. But some guys in conference that I'm curious to see what they do, uh, and certainly they're going to be under heavy focus. These are high picks that I think teams are going to be very interested in, these players. And I know in my consulting work for teams, 
where I think there'd be some good fits. So some teams and some players that I think that there's going to be a lot of emphasis on studying, seeing what they do in the workouts, seeing um, spending as much time with them on the psychological and the interviews. Um, but T. Higgins is certainly somebody that makes some sense. Um, maybe somebody like Buffalo, a number of teams looking for receiver, uh, I think would have a lot of interest in someone to watch and see what he does this week. Um, Mickey Becton, the offensive tackle from Louisville, is a really good player. They've got um, the Giants, for example, and a number of teams are in the process of rebuilding their offensive line. you got to look hard at this. Uh, if you're uh, the Patriots, you, I think you got to look at uh, protecting your quarterback first, and if you don't have those answers, Becton's a really good-looking player. Uh, and I think he's someone to watch. The film is really good on him. I just mentioned Isaiah Simmons. Um, th this guy's going to be a big-time impact player, uh, and there are a number of teams that are looking for a team like Jacksonville pretty high where they're picking. Um, this guy's going to be standing right there and uh, make some sense. So we'll look at a guy like that. Uh, the tight end, Cole Komet out of Notre Dame, who I like an awful lot. Um you know, maybe a team like Chicago that needs a tight end that doesn't have one. Um, you know, I think Komet is really good, maybe as good as any tight end in this draft. Certainly the kid from Dayton's outstanding. But um, those are just some names uh, that uh, come to me in conference that are going to go relatively high that I think you need to pay attention to this week at the Combine. And, again, we're going to do that uh, a little bit each day with um, with players maybe inside the conference and play with that. But certainly all the details over at LandryFootball.com will get you every bit of that and more. Uh, breaking down the combine, what goes on there, why it goes on there. We've got a little bit up right now, the history of the combine. And as um, I'm breaking down the grading of the prospects within the league by position, the NFL, along with the free agent um, scouting reports and rankings and tiers. Certainly, we're going to be coming out with the draft boards and draft scouting reports. Uh, we like to do that as the film work is mostly done. I like to go back after I leave the combine, look at the combine tape, and really begin to go back. See, the combine, what it does, it, it doesn't tell you anything about a guy's playmaking ability, but it substantiates what you see on film. So I go back and see where there are variances. And when there are variances, I go back and study more tape. And then we come with the with the final. We don't do it like most people do it, that just gather information. And uh, I like this guy. This guy's hot. This guy, that That's all a bunch of hairy high school stuff that doesn't mean anything, and it's not scouting. We want to get the time to be able to look and make sure that everything that we need, the personal and professional data, the medicals, everything, as well as the workouts uh, kind of mesh with the film, and then we'll come with our scouting reports in our draft board. So look for that as we finish up the free agent boards and the NFL player grades and um, the evaluation of the teams. We'll get to the start of free agency 
then obviously you're going to see our draft boards and our draft scouting reports, which is why you want to be a part of LandryFootball.com. It's the best time to be there. Take advantage of our scouting season offer. It'll take you through an entire calendar year, um, all the way through next year at this time. That's right, the football season and everything. So take advantage of it less than $5 a month. You can't beat that. Spread the word about LandryFootball.com if you would. Spread the word about this podcast. Spread the word about our NFL podcast that drops every Monday through Friday. And you can sign up for it uh, by going to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and sign up for Landry Football's conference call, all brought to you by our great friends at 401k Generation, the experts in financial planning, money management, investments, Uh, You can reach them by phone or by text at 1-866-998-5879. Licensed in all 50 states. So check them out today. Look, if we can help you promote your business, if you feel like you might be a good fit for us and vice versa, give us a call. Go to LandryFootball.com. Hit Contact Chris. I'll get TJ in touch with you, and we can absolutely help you do that. Uh, but check us out today, and uh, since you're there, go ahead and LandryFootball.com. Contact Chris is where you want to send us a question that uh, we can answer here on this podcast or on the Pro Football Podcast. Whatever uh, you prefer, we will absolutely get it to you. Appreciate you joining us today. Join us tomorrow for Big Ten Football and Beyond, where, again, we're going to break down the latest, certainly what's going on at the Combine, certainly what's going on around the world of college football on a national scale, and then we're going to recap a little what's happened over the past week in the Big Ten. So make sure you want to join us for all that. And join us again uh, today and tomorrow and every day, Monday through Friday, for our pro football show. You can find it on LandryFootball.com. But sign up for Landry Football's conference call, and it'll go right to your phone. Appreciate you joining us. Talk to you, everybody. Uh, Talk to you tomorrow, everybody. I'm Chris Landry. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.